0: Hello, men and women of God. Welcome back to the Jordan's River podcast. I believe this is the third episode now, and you guys have really been blowing up the podcast. I'm excited to continue going on. So let's cut to the chase. Today, we're going to be doing the Q&A. I posted on my Instagram for you guys to give me some questions. And I'll be doing more Q&A's later. So go follow the Instagram. Check my stories. Follow, like, watch all my reels. And yeah, so let's just get right into it. The first question that I have here on the list is from Santa Monica, a uh, baby girl. <laughs> it says, what do Gen Z believers think about being the last generation before Christ returns? Well, first off. I don't know if we're the last generation before Christ returns. You know, there's not another letter in the alphabet after Z. So I don't know, maybe that's prophetic or something. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I don't really know. No one really knows if it's the last generation. I mean, would it make some sense? Yes, it would be awesome. But every single generation really thought they were the last generation. But I do believe that we should live like with that urgency. Like, hey, you know, we need to make sure we preach the gospel. This could be it. This really could be it. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this was the last generation because of things that are going on. Like, for example, something that's honestly kind of scary. You know, we're saved, so it's not like that deep, but it's still like, wow, society's going in the direction. It's all of the AI stuff and something specifically that Elon Musk said. Elon Musk said, about two years ago or three years ago, hey, within 10 to 15 years, we're going to be able to have hyperintelligence and install it in people's brains so that they're able to automatically have access to all of this information so that's kind of scary i mean the end times we are living in the end times we're living in the last days and i remember when i heard that i was like yo we might not make it to that because like is god really gonna let us uh go through a time period like that where people literally have hyper intelligence and are pretty much part robot so i don't know let me know what you guys think in the comments if we're in the last generation or not Someone said, are you doing this by your own authority, or did someone, a pastor, a leader send you? I'm assuming you mean like the missionary work that I'm doing. We're in South Korea right now, and I'm doing it by the authority of Jesus Christ. He has sent me. No, but also, yeah, so I did travel in a ministry called Invasion Ministries, and they sent out me and a couple other guys, and then the Lord had us establish this ministry. How do you find your identity in Christ from Victoria? Um, I found my identity in Christ by serving him. As you serve him, you begin to see the gifts that God has placed in your life. And as you recognize those gifts, it allows you to see more of who you are. And then also, as you serve him, you're to see like what you like, how you're blessing the people and more of the personality that God has given you that is pure and right in his eyes. So that's really how I found my identity. As I began to travel and really serve the Lord more, I started to really see how he used me and what I loved and what I was passionate about. As you serve God, you'll really, really see your purpose as well. Carla Busto, she said, how do you know what spiritual gift that you have? The really only way to know the spiritual gifts that you have is to see them working, but also, We have access to all spiritual gifts and blessings that are in Christ Jesus. Now, the Bible says to earnestly desire spiritual gifts. So if you want spiritual gifts, if you're wondering how can I receive spiritual gifts, how can I operate in word of knowledge, how can I operate in prophecy, how can I operate in healing and all these things, all you have to do is earnestly desiring them. And as you desire spiritual gifts, you will ask God for these gifts. And it's a pureness in it. You're pure in heart. You want these gifts because you want to bless and serve people. Because you can't serve people without these gifts. The reason I say that is because the Bible says for Apostle Paul that according to the gift he had, he became a minister. He became a minister according to the gift, the grace of God on his life. So I'm not just talking about prophecy and all these things. But according to the grace that God is giving you on how you can bless people. That is actually how you're able to be a servant, a minister of the gospel, is according to that grace and that gift. And you just seek the Lord. If you want to operate in prophecy, he put that desire in your heart. It's a good desire. Ask him, and he'll give it to you, just like salvation. Did you overcome anxiety in an instant you were prayed for, or was it a gradual process? So a lot of the overcoming that I had with fear, with anxiety, with these things came from me stepping out. It came from me even other people pushing me to step out, where I had to talk to random people on the streets. I had to take a microphone and testify in front of hundreds of people. So that really, really helped me. But also there were certain things where it was just always there. And the only way for me to have freedom was when I got prayed for and I didn't realize I had something uh, off with me, but I realized that this anxiety or this thing that would happen to me is not normal. And then all of a sudden someone prayed for me and I felt something lift off of me and I no longer dealt with that thing. I no longer dealt with that thing. So I would say both, you know, it's a process in renewing your mind and also overcoming fears and just stepping out more. And then it's easier for you to do certain things. And also, you know, there's certain spiritual things where you do need prayer. And prayer, the Lord can answer these prayers and bring you really, really, really into a more um, confident place in your life. Someone said, Jordan Rust, what do you like to do for fun? God bless you, Jordan. What do you like to do for fun? I like to... You know, obviously, I like to serve God for fun, but I like to play basketball. I like to make music. I really love just helping people. Um, I like to fish. I like to go on boats. I like to go on hikes. I really, really like to explore nature, like to go on long walks just in nature and speak to the Lord, especially without my phone. Because I think it's distracting, man. But I really love doing, like, peaceful stuff where I don't have to put too much, like, like, energy into, except for basketball. But yeah, I like stuff like that a lot. I really love that stuff. And seeing just, like, what God has created, his creation is, like, beautiful to me. And traveling around. Uh, Amulia, she said, what is the poverty mindset? What is having a poverty mindset? A poverty mindset is having a A mindset that will bring you into poverty however that can be you know a lot of people have poverty mindsets but in different ways so for example if you have a mindset of always yielding to excuses and always coming up with excuses you're going to to be in poverty that's something that will bring you into lack if you have a mindset that stops you from working your hands then you're always going to be in lack and if you have a mindset where you believe that God wants you to be poor then that's a poverty mindset and it will keep you poor. Because you can't receive from God if you, if you don't believe his promises. And that's the word of God. The Bible talks about how we are partakers of his promises by faith. And faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God. So we have to know these promises and believe them. Hallelujah. So said, God saved sinners. Said, Do you call yourself a disciple? I mean, yeah. Follower of Christ. Disciple of the Lord. Absolutely absolutely and she said do you study out discipleship in the Bible I would say yes but I haven't really thought about it like in that sense I suppose interesting question so say if in your personal opinion if you had to guess about how much time until the return of Christ I don't know I really don't know I suppose my answer before was the best answer that I can give concerning that someone else said end times model who lifts the last person was reuben wills but model who lived uh so end times antichrist spiritually getting ready i believe like spiritually getting ready you just have to remain in the word like always abiding in the word and then as you abide in him jesus who is the word you'll bear fruit and you'll be ready that's it that's what i tell people all the time oh this is good agape for the world shout out agape for the world They have some cool clothing. They said, If atheist was willing to convert, but wanted evidence, what answers would you give? If atheist was willing to convert, so there's an atheist, he's willing to convert, but he wanted evidence, what answers would you give? You know? There's no evidence that's actually going to bring a true conversion to someone, except for them just believing in the Lord Jesus. You have to come to him with belief. Now... The Bible says, Apostle Paul said to the church in Corinth, I've come not unto you with mere wisdom of men, with mere wi- words of, of men's wisdom. So that will not do anything. But he said, with the demonstration of the power of God. So what I will do is I will allow for the power of God to manifest through my life just by believing in God. And he's going to touch him with his Holy Spirit. that he's going to fill him. And that as he just has belief and says, Lord, come into my life that the Holy Spirit's gonna come upon them. That's truly what will bring someone a true conversion, a true born again experience. You can't be converted just purely by evidence. You have to have some sort of belief that uh, causes you to have an encounter with God. That's it. That's the only true way. Another question that someone had was, let me see here. Another question that someone had was actually what happened when the devil or a demon, I don't know what it was, came and tried to give me a deal. So there was one time I fell asleep and I'm sleeping and all of a sudden I see myself like in this room, like a dark room on my bed on my phone and I'm scrolling on TikTok and I run across this girl's account And it was someone that I knew from the past. And all of a sudden, she had millions of followers, all these things. I was like, man, I could hit her up. Immediately, a thought came to me. I should hit her up and see how she's doing. And the moment that that thought came, it was like it wasn't from me. But I received that thought. It was like I received it. I was like, huh. And immediately, I felt the presence of someone else in the room. And they were walking around the bed. And all of a sudden, fear, like, gripped me. And they were asking me, hey... Is this what you want? Like, I can give it to you, basically. Like, is this what you want? Is this what you want? I can give it to you. And this was when I first got saved. So it's like, whoa, what in the world? And immediately I was like, oh, heck not. And I was like, hey, I'd rather, you know, go hang out with my friend Malik. I remember specifically saying that I'd rather go do this and do this. And then I came to my senses. I was like, hold up. And I said, because this thing was like trying to act like it was my friend or something. I was like, who are you? The moment I said, who are you? It's like it tried to crawl on top of me. And I said the name of Jesus. And immediately I was able to move again because I went to like paralysis. And that was crazy. But the Lord actually was able to reveal to me something through that. That when a thought comes, it's not always from us. But the moment that we receive it, we allow for something to step in the room and speak to us. Crazy absolutely crazy. But I hope that that brought you guys some enlightenment. I'm going to keep this one short. God bless you guys. Thank you for coming on the podcast. Like, comment, subscribe. Let me know in the comments. Ask me more questions and I'll put those in my next Q&A. If you need mentorship for business, remember I do a lot of consulting and help people actually develop systems for their businesses to really prosper and for them to be able to use their gifts So if you have a gift or you're not aware of the gifts that you have, reach out to me and I can either put you in my course that I have to help people activate themselves in their gifts and begin to actually prosper in their gift, especially if they're using business as well. And then if you need mentorship one-on-one for business, DM me or text me the word mentor on Instagram. I love you guys so much. God bless you.